1: And go. And welcome to the Jerry Baker Show. Thank you all for listening. I am the host, the star, and the epitome of entertainment on this, the Board Game Snobs podcast.
2: I'm pretty sure you already bought the title.
1: What? No, this is my, this is the title. This is, I am the, this is the show. No, you bought the title. This is my show. Dang it, man. Everybody's been clamoring for me to come back. It's all just been a bunch of guest stars, Dan Hubris, and tanks, and people on here. I'm here. It's mine now, yeah.
2: You've always been just so the juggerna- possessive. The juggernaut,
0: I want to sit over here calmly, oh. which is what I'm best at. Oh, oh
2: man, yeah, because Jerry's been oh. egging on you
0: this I, entire back, time. He's been egging me on all day. As my we, back is hurting <laughs> carrying this, oh, yeah. Well, oh. I, I would appreciate you carrying it, you know, at least every now
1: and then oh yeah you just turn on and talk to some people people you've been oh, ver- what do you do Dan do he- nothing I'm just saying don't show up I've been busy you don't show I whole up I life I can't help it that anybody you- can
0: just not show up I can do that Oh, you know, I may do it for this episode
1: you're gonna not show up <laughs>
0: I'm gonna relax and just let the two of you discuss things hey our episodes
1: were lit uh-huh
0: were they lit they got dozens hope, of hope downloads
1: so. oh I bet they did just fine <laughs> uh-huh I bet they did just fine. I
0: bet they did. Did they? Not.
1: I'm not no going to check because I'm sure they did. Cause you're jealous. You're jealous. So. so
0: second,
2: In-game. In-game.
1: Did you know? Oh, here it goes. We're going right into it. Did you know that Dan Hughes does the same thing that I do? What's that? Which just tries to move Calls you along. Calls me an idiot? Yes. What berates me? Idiot. 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 Okay,
0: so actually this is not a did you know. Oh. This is more of a personal anecdote. Oh. (laughs) Cue the music.
1: How exciting.
0: Hello, everybody. Okay, so... I was. Uh, uh, I'm on Sling these days. What's that? Sling TV. It's like live TV, but over the internet. No idea what that okay. is. And of course you don't, sling because blade. you don't understand internet <clears throat> things. That's why you never Welcome. post to Welcome anything. To sling. Uh, you hop on. You know Facebook, like every other old person. You hop on there and. Cracks. Some, some people yeah, okay. call it
1: Facebook. <laughs> I call it Meta. I can't hear
0: myself. I can't hear
1: myself in my headphones. You can hear.
0: It, you're saying you're just fine. Are you sure? Here I need to me. make sure my, your personal earphones. I need up, to make so. sure that my voice. There it is. Okay. Yeah, I know you like to hear yourself. Some
1: call it Facebook. Some call so it meta.
0: I was on Sling and uh Point Break was on. I've never seen Point Break. You Haven't. Never seen it. I watched the remake. Absolutely atrocious. And not the remake called Fast and Furious. Just there's a point break remake. Absolutely one of the worst shows you ever seen. Anyway, so when, uh, what was his name? Johnny Utah. Mm-hmm. So Johnny Utah goes in to get his f- first surfboard. Hannah Montana. He goes in and he goes into the surf shop. And this kid that's working the cashier or whatever, you know, kind of chatting with him, I'm like, that looks like Kristen Stewart. Looks. Almost identical. The Twilight. Like yes, and I'm thinking, is that Kristen Stewart? Our pet squeeze. So I go down a wormhole, Mm -hmm. hop on IMDb, and I find. Oh no, it's not Kristen Stewart. It is this Christopher Petit. It's a young man. Don't you feel a very a very pretty young man Mm -hmm. that looks like Kristen Stewart? Also, Kristen Stewart wasn't born until 1991. Point Break came out in 1990, so a little bit of an age difference there. This kid was like 14 or 15.
1: This continue. Is, this further, is why you're not a good detective. <laughs> I, continue
0: further down this wormhole. Hold on, Christopher Petit, born in 1976 in Plano, Texas, yeah, detective that was 14 or 15 years old in Point Break. Did a few other things. Sadly, he's dead. He's dead. 24 years old. What happened? Uh, overdose. It sounds. About and so I'm watching this movie. And I get so distracted with this Kristen Stewart-looking kid that I'm like, well, what happened to him? I look it up, and I literally got sad. Because he's dead? Because the person is dead. Uh-huh. And I was like, "That it made me sad for the rest of the movie.
1: Hey, uh, who else was not starting Point Break? Uh, Patrick Swayze. Isn't he dead? But he was an older gentleman. Oh, okay.
0: I mean, he was at least in his 40s but or you 50s. You felt
1: nothing for him.
0: No, he died of cancer. He had a good life, and he lived a full life up until his 50s. All right, go ahead. But this young Christopher, OD, like I mean, and you OD. I mean, you go to drugs. Like life was tough. Anyway, it was just a sidetrack for me, and I just, I, I find that I get really invested in these weird random things and weird random people, and that, like, I, it affected me emotionally when I found out this person I've researched for at least five minutes now is no longer with us. It was weird. Also, I'm extremely emotional. Was watching Top Gun Maverick with my wife. Mm cried two times in that movie one the very first time he says crap what's he saying <laughs> it's whatever he references goose get what are you with me goose or what Some, you got goose yeah, or something like that he says something to the effect of duck, something duck goose he says duck duck, goose <laughs> chief editing officer gabby here talk to me goose talk to me goose was the line i was looking for I could not think of it for the world talk to me goose it moved me to tears and now on with the show and I just started crying, like. And Gina looked over at me and started laughing humorously because yeah. she's like, "Are you That's, crying? Uh,
1: th- <laughs> I don't remember there being anything that." What emotional. does he say?
0: He says something, goose. It doesn't matter. It does matter because he says it several times, and he says it don't at the spoil end of the show. But he says it at the end. But instead of saying goose, he says rooster. rooster. Yeah, and it got me again. Oh. And then, like it, th- that movie does nostalgia like to perfection
1: because they're both named after birds.
0: <laughs> bird people poultry in motion <laughs> the movie was poultry in motion it's a good show but that's not my first did you know
1: oh that wasn't even a did you know
0: that wasn't even a, well i mean did you know that kid in the surf shop's dead yeah well, that's unfortunate I, I, gee he worked at a surf <laughs> Sorry. shop wow. okay so here's the first thing do you know where chainsaws come from mm-hmm. where I use them from no, uh, no 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 where they originated
1: Like, are you saying, like, country or what they were for?
0: Invented. They
1: are invented to cut off bones.
0: Excellent. I I would expect you to know this. What bones, specifically?
1: I believe the femur. Well, think female. Oh, pelvis. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: Before the first cesarean section in 1794, doctors used small... This is quite painful to even think about. Used small medical knives and saws. Saws! Before anesthesia, they used saws to birth babies that couldn't exit the birth canal. You know where that's at, Enrique? I would hope so.
1: It's next to the Panama. <laughs> the Suez. <canal. laughs> we made the same <laughs> joke. We made the same stupid joke.
0: They used a practice known as maybe you know this, Jerry? Symphysiotomy. That's, that's my... where you cut the the symphys out. As, are you being a joke? No, jo- that's why symphysis is well, a weird thing.
1: And the symphysis is down by your pubis. I ought to not ask you that question. Mm-hmm. Or it's when you fire half of the symphony.
0: Symphony? Yeah. They're fired. You get right yeah. They used a practice known as symphysiotomy, which involved removing parts of bone and cartilage to create more space for a baby to exit, more babies exit and regain. I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> These procedures. At your cervix. These procedures were conducted without anesthesia and were notoriously painful for the mothers. I hope you
1: told the story just to make that (laughs) joke, because that was good.
0: In 1780, here we go. 1780, medical chainsaws were invented by doctors to make the process of removing pelvic bone, you were correct, and thus the baby easier and less time-consuming. The saws were powered by a hand crank. These look like demonic torture tools.
1: (laughs) You spin them,
0: yeah. It reminded me, I remember when I was a kid, my mom had like a handheld mixer. The egg beater. Yeah, the egg beater. Mm -hmm. And you crank it. That's what this is. But with a saw at the end of it, that they would cut these women. And I can't, like, just the thought of all that seems absolutely horrific and makes me thankful that I exist in the time period I exist in now. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Because you can buy your own chainsaw.
0: <laughs> you can buy an electric chainsaw, and it's not used in the pelvic region. Never, IOB. 1780. Anyway, so it says the saws were powered by a hand crank. and might best be described as a modern-day kitchen knife with small teeth on an oval chain.
1: Oval teeth. What? What? So, so you just you have a bunch of papers. It's been a while since we okay, podcasted, so, so sir. So you're just you're just going down the list. I just got to go down this
0: list of did you know? Did you
1: knows? But I mean, I can I can I can sparse it out over several shows. I, well, you should because I don't think our audience can handle too much of that. Because <laughs> then they know one. what's the other one about. I've got just give me the
0: top. God, the worm puke healed soldiers. Now you're interested, aren't you? I, that Are you was interested? a word
1: salad. I, none of
0: that made. I, I, this, that's actually a title I created. Oh. Okay, I'll make this the last did you know for this episode. Okay. After the Battle of Shiloh.
1: You know when that was, Jerry? Uh-huh. That 1864.
0: It doesn't give me a date. I was asking you.
1: Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Civil
0: War. It's somewhere, somewhere around there. Many soldiers had to wait two days before they could be treated by a medic. At night, they noticed that some of their wounds glowed blue—a blue glow in the night. And these soldiers, Aliens. Enrique, any ideas? Aliens.
2: I, I wouldn't know. Like I would assume, it'd be like some type of fungus. Some type. I
0: want to insert right here.
2: Enrique. What? Well
0: done, oh, yes. sir. Look at you. He's a detective. Yeah, it would have to be. Oh, it would have to be. It would have uh, to be. I guess you disregarded the alien theory Jerry moments ago <laughs> well,
1: I just figured it out You
0: know? I was like could be aliens so they noticed some of their wounds glowed blue stranger still after being treated by a physician the soldiers with the glowing blue wounds healed faster than their non glowing comrades now I don't know why they said comrade. Like, are they Russian all of a sudden no comrades no it's not That's not, <laughs> not necessarily all Russian no not necessarily no. okay comrade if I go around saying comrade everybody gonna think I'm a communist
1: well, it's just, it's just not it's the way it is word. now,
0: because you know what terminology changes, Jerry, like Rondell's anyway, it sounds like the stuff of legend, but in 2000, hey, hey, what do you, what do you, I see, I can't be reading and you leering over at Jerry and talking about me. I know, I know, no, no,
1: no. I, it's just, I'm just, he's, he's just calming he's, me down, he's keeping me centered, <laughs> okay. he's talking me down, talking me off my ledge.
0: In 2001, a microbiologist suggested that the glow could have been caused by a type of bioluminescent soil bacteria known as photobidus luminescence. <laughs> the bacteria shares a symbiotic <laughs> relationship What was that again? Photoperid luminescence. The bacteria <laughs> shares a symbiotic relationship <laughs> with a tiny parasitic worm that uses the bacteria to feed on insects. When the worm vomits up the bacteria, (laughs) these microorganisms expire. But usually they're not found in warm things, but these soldiers' bodies were so cold, the worms were on them eating their wounds, their decaying wounds and puking up this bacteria that helped to heal them. What was it again? (laughs) (laughs) Photarbidus. Luminescence.
1: It sound like some generic Harry Potter thing. You're about to make some, to make, to make some fat person start glowing. <laughs>
0: That's the glow blue. Uh, but soldiers left outside in the rainy, muddy Tennessee nights could have caught hypothermia, lowering the body temperature enough to harbor the worms and their glowing bacteria. Mm, glowing At worms. that point, for tarbidus luminescence would have killed the harmful bacteria infecting the soldiers, which explains why they healed faster. Mm. Worm throw up healed these soldiers. Worm puke. Is that not fascinating?
1: It is. Can you imagine looking
0: over and seeing somebody glowing blue?
1: Yeah, and say, so then i You didn't finish. It's like
0: I'm the chosen you one.
1: You didn't finish the rest of that story because you don't know it, but I'll I'll clue you in. Okay. The writer, a young man named Frank, who was injured there at Shiloh, then Here proceeded comes. to write the Here book comes the joke. Dune. <laughs> <laughs> about worms and people glowing blue. Well, Frank worms are helpful. Herbert. Worms are
0: worms are a underappreciated helpful organism. You can cut them in two. Very and grounded. they live. Mm-hmm. They just continue to live Instead, Now you got two of them, When they repair. I wish I was part worm. You
2: could
1: cut yourself in half. Then there'll be two of you,
2: and then Jerry would. Probably too. Like
1: I just have my own mind. podcast with hey, my you other, blow, talk with yourself. The other half, <laughs> the other half of my no, would never get past the intro because one of you would just be rhyming the entire time, trying to do puns. <laughs> <laughs> you know, talking over each other. Record, no, there'll be
0: just we record punny. on Worms Day. Comes after. Mm. I got
1: gotcha. you. Blues Day. I got gotcha. you. I wait. We're, we're I'm There, see, there's nothing. There's nothing I can do with that. None no. of that. <laughs> Nothing. It's it, Enrique. I can try. Yes. Were you busted recently? Busted.
0: Thanks to the Cheeto dust on your lips. Oh God, no. <laughs> well, that's a story that I'm not going to get into on this episode.
2: I'm actually kind of slightly interested. With yeah, that, this this oh. this
0: character that's was called, caught orange-lipped. That's called a, due to their Cheeto dust. That's called a cliffhanger. Now it's called a tease. Oh, a tease? A cliffhanger yeah, a tease. would mean if I like started the story and then didn't finish it. Oh, okay. I just kind of like teased this title.
1: At what point does it become a cliffhanger?
0: I think you have to tell a, a, a substantial amount of the stop story. Cuz the cliffhanger yes. is like the very end.
1: Yeah, you're right. Like who shot JR? And then they just they show him getting shot and, and it then you're like, oh, stop.
0: "Oh, it was this Or guy. they reveal or was that when he woke up and it was a dream?
1: no, no that was Bobby who woke up. Bobby? I mean, it was all a dream. I don't know. You gotta watch your y'all you watch soap uh, operas. It was all a dream. Was Speaking of soap operas, Makes me think about television. I recently moved. I got me a new TV because I have not purchased a TV in a long time. My TV was not flat north end. It's how long it's been since I got a TV. So I got a you TV. You like them thick and juicy? I do. Uh, and so this new TV, I noticed everything looked soap opera ish. And then quickly got online and read up about your boy Tom Cruise. I told you. Who's very anti this setting on these new TVs. I am, too. And so I had to get on and, like, some sort of motion thing. They all have different names. And I had to figure it out and shut it off. Because I watched (laughs) some episodes of The Mandalorian. Because I picked something I'd watched recently. And you could tell. This was looking weird. Yeah. I didn't like it. It, Yeah, it's a... Used to on the first Samsung
0: I got was like a hundred. You could it would you, basically you just switch between sixty hertz and one hundred and twenty hertz. The one hundred and twenty hertz is the but now they call it motion something mm-hmm. smooth motion da 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 da. It's awful. But like on my TV I've got it doesn't tell you how many hertz. Like you just have to go through all these settings. It's like blur and all this stuff. And so like you got to turn all that crap off, or yeah. else you feel like you're watching a making of it's, the it's, Mandalorian. It's rough. So, and yeah. it looks really cheesy. Oh, wow. Although Avatar 2, just watched it. Mm-hmm. They use that for 3D. I would say it works excellent. Oh, did you
1: watch it? Mm-hmm. How was it? It was Did you
0: cry? I did actually. Cuz well, the I blue didn't. people, that no, got No, because of by the worms. whale. No, I I cried because of the whale, best character of the movie. The whale. Huh? There's no don't get me started on this. I game. don't even no, please okay. don't okay. get me started. Well,
1: okay, it's well, fine. Well. <laughs> well,
0: it's fine. It's it's worth watching because of the spectacle other than that. Eh, take oh, the time. really? I thought you really liked it. I did because of the spectacle. It's on am it's okay. You want to go watch a show and be amazed at the technology that you're watching? Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. The effects uh, un, 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 untouchable The story Eh Save the planet The characters Not much to them Okay Yeah That's it huh. 7 out of 10
1: So you liked it that much though
0: I, It's a good movie I'm just saying I don't like the characters all that much
1: Would you re-watch it?
0: Uh, for 3 hours and 12 minutes I don't
1: know Okay Interesting I don't re-watch it. The Top Gun Maverick,
0: I re that. I think that's the first movie I've re-watched in probably 10 years. Really?
1: Hmm. Well, speaking of things like media and perceptions. Oh, gosh. Here we go. We're going to talk about a hunt. Is it called Hunt A Killer? Hunt A Killer. Not Hunt A Killer. Hunt A Killer. Hunt A Killer. And hunt A Killer. And this game was sent to us by. Singular Hunt A Killer. Yeah, there's not multiple killers that we know of. Yet, we don't know, and it's not hunter
0: killer, you're not a killer that's going after hunters. No, it's hunt a, a singular kill. killer. killer. And if there's more than one killer, I'll be very upset when I finish this game <laughs>
1: because we didn't finish it. Because Thank you. after about three hours of playing it, we had to come to a halt simply to shoot this podcast yes. because of various topics that came to mind while playing this game. So, briefly, before we begin, because Gobby's already getting out his notebook to look well, up his... There's not much as we were...
0: I, I had more thoughts when we were discussing it than I actually wrote down. So, maybe they'll come to me in a I'm minute. sure
1: they'll come flowing forward.
0: I'm sure they will.
1: But I will say succinctly. that I enjoy this game. I enjoy these types of games that fall under the ilk of... The like Sherlock Holmes consulting detective yes. type thing that's very open. You're looking through information and you're surmising what's t- taken place. I don't like s- such detective games like the escape room type things where you're trying to piece together. Those were, those were neat a little bit. I mean, they're fine. But I'm thinking of like, what was the app game? That you were clicking the entire time. Unlock. No, the app game where you had the you were actually going through. People had the little QR codes, a scanner game. Oh, Chronicles of Crime. Chronicles of Crime. Did not enjoy that at all. The detective games by the modern crime detective by Portal Games. Really enjoy that. You've never played that. Now that I've played this with you, I understand you don't want to play well, I was
0: about this. To say, would you suggest I play? Absolutely
1: that? not. Okay, but I thoroughly enjoyed. The, are they very similar? They're, they are a little more directed, but they do not give you an answer. Oh you have to surmise the answer yourself. So, that being said, I just want to preference that that I enjoy these types of games. And plus, I am also the type of person that will sit down and likes to piece together a puzzle, so to speak, of information and what went on and read and... and I, this game we played for three hours We just played really the first part of it Trying to get over the first little bit of clues And make progress And I thoroughly enjoyed it And uh, although we didn't finish it Which we'll get to that here in a moment I'll just preference that with that So, Gabby, you go ahead with your thoughts So that I can attack your opinions and wrong thinking I mean, I mean, just, you know what I mean okay, I'm so not going to attack you I you respected you. his opinion I, I did, I, before the podcast started though I said I respected his opinions And I validated his opinions but I can't do that on the podcast because I have the persona of being kind of a con- contrarian. Oh, yeah. That's so right. I have to keep Cut this that part, out. Cut God. that part out.
0: Cut that out.
1: So go ahead and do your thing.
0: Tell you how wrong you are. <laughs> <laughs> how can I be wrong about the way I feel about something?
1: I can explain that to you. See, so, no, no,
0: no, that's what I was telling Jerry. I, I've listened to some other shows that talk about board games, and I found, you know, that's interesting. When one of them doesn't like it, they aren't attacked and berated and told they're wrong for not liking this game. I didn't say such a thing. You did. I did not. I really like the idea behind this game, as all of them. I've bought all of. I've bought Chronicles of Crime. I've had the the Sherlock Holmes games, and because I, so, I love the idea of being a detective. When I was a young lad, I used to pretend I was a detective. I would have a calculator case that held a calculator. Did uh, you, you, you ever seen an old fashioned calculator, Enrique? That's not your phone. Like I, I, just an actual calculator. Just, yeah, do, yeah. Like that was the only purpose is it was a calculator. Yes. So mama used to have some of those and they came in these leather cases for some reason. They were the perfect size that you'd flip over and show someone your FBI badge. So that's what I'd create on these like five by three cards. I'd write out these things and put them on the card. And on my I love the idea of being a detective. I love detective movies. I love everything about it. I love, I'm looking forward to watching the glass onion or glass onion, whatever the knives out sequel. I can't handle this game. It's, overwhelming to me you open this box and literally just pour out all this stuff that in this game there was a certain section in this packet that you're supposed to take these things out and kind of create this cork board and then there's all this other stuff in notebooks and letters and magazine articles and all of this other stuff that we never even got to And we've been playing this game for three hours, just trying to figure out the first part of this game. And that's what I'm saying. I I love the idea of tracking down this person in this game, a person died at this camp. Calamity Camp, I think is what it's called. Hunter Killer Calamity Camp. Calamity Camp. Or Camp Calamity, whichever one. And we're supposed to find this code to get into his computer we literally did that for those three hours never found the code never figured it out everything's very vague i never felt like anything clicked we got a few things sorted and by we i mean jerry (laughs) and jerry gave enrique this assignment of trying to figure out some of these ciphers and keys and to me, it's just too much. I can't handle an overwhelming amount of information that I feel like I have to sort through. And there was her diary. there's a journal. There's a map. There's all this stuff on this board. And then they're two-sided. You flip it over and, oh, this is all this other stuff. It was too much for me. We literally solved nothing in three hours. And I just, I don't like that feeling of, I've been at this for three hours, and we've we have accomplished nothing. We've accomplished nothing, other than getting some of these things arranged in the order that they're supposed to be in.
1: And I would push back against absolutely everything you said, but that's okay. That is your opinion on how you feel regarding the game. So, do you feel like when you say we've accomplished nothing, you, you're you're basing that on world? So
0: she in this game. The person that's giving you the the case Mm -hmm. says you need to get into his file. And to get into his file, you need this passcode. Mm -hmm. We never got it.
1: Okay. so And that's like I felt step one. Okay. Well, you're looking at this as a a progression of like you do this, and then you do this, and then you do this, and then you're rewarded by going down this, this.
0: That's what I would like, yes. Okay.
1: Well, that's not how these games generally work you have to make your own kind of, I don't want to say scale, but you make your own progress. For instance, it's a story. So did we make progress? Yes. We learned about the six or seven different characters that are in the game. We understood the relationships, and then we were focused on trying to organize this information so that we can then come to a conclusion about what this code was. And so, yeah, we made tons of progress, but in your mind, you felt as if we didn't make any. And I would point out that you kept bringing it about how scattered the game was. If you're the type of person to be overwhelmed simply by looking at stuff and not stay focused, this game will kill you. Because when we open the game, there's, of course, a little letter that comes with it that says this is what's taking place. Here's this envelope. Well, we open the envelope and out comes many other various objects that we're looking through, but there's also other objects left in the box that we really haven't been directed to look at. Now, you can look at them, but they don't really mean anything right now. They're, they're very vague. And so, of course, I went the route of ignoring all those things because I'm focused on what is in the envelope. This is the first clue. This is my first objective. Find a code to access this thing. And so I'm looking at this. You wouldn't stay focused on that. You kept going through this other stuff and grabbing well, it. Well, that's to-
0: because, in my opinion, I don't think we were supposed to. I, th- You were saying the direction of the game is so vague. I don't know why you felt we couldn't access that other information to help no, us no. Well, with what we were doing. What I was
1: saying is that that other information was not needed. You kept, but
0: his. you don't know that.
1: No, no, I'm, for sure. No, but here's why it wasn't
0: needed, and that's why I'm saying, like, that okay, well, just take this right uh, here. We have the stuff in this packet. Mm-hmm. Then we have the stuff that it's in the weather, box. But just yeah, this random mm-hmm. stuff in this box. the The woman sends you this packet saying, "Here's some stuff from the camp. Right, sort through it." Mm-hmm. But it didn't say game wise. None of this is related to any of this other, so it's like I, that's too vague for me. It, that's my problem with it is the vagueness of, can we look at this other stuff or not? It doesn't say that we can't. It doesn't say to open this. Fr- that's what, and that's that's me, and I get that. That's my issue, mm. and I think that's why I lean more towards those unlock games, which I also suck at anyway. But those unlock games, just like okay, you make it to this card. You, you still have to sort through some stuff, but it's all in these cards. Oh, you figure out that key. Okay, you've accomplished this card. You move to the next card. Mm-hmm. And I like that style of progression that this type of investigation game does not give you.
1: Well, it does have that style of progression. You
0: chose not to engage it. No. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Well, then I disagree because there was no progression. What progression do you think we accomplished other than the cork board?
1: Okay. No, no, you're saying is that there was too much stuff, you're looking over here. That was my point, is that every five minutes, you wouldn't focus on the puzzle. The puzzle was literally about nine pieces of paper that had been organized into a court board. Mm -hmm. The puzzle was, figure out where these pieces go, figure out how they mesh together, figure out how they explain the characters' relationships, and then solve this puzzle, which was get this code for this file. But every time you looked at that, you would not commit to figuring I, out this we puzzle. We tried. No no, 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 I'm saying we tried. No, 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 no. You, two you, hours. No, you, you. No. Here's here's the point. And and this we is, never got to go. Here's the point I'm trying to make. Okay. Though okay. you're doing exactly the same thing. You're not staying on the point. <laughs> you would not engage with that puzzle.
0: We. I was on that puzzle no, with you no, for an hour no. or so. Hey, were, I was, too. You're doing the same thing? No. You're no. Do, here's, here's. Your perception of what I was doing may be wrong. No, no, no. Because we were sitting there. You kept saying, top of the board, top to the right. So there's the, the code that this guy no, gives you. Okay, don't I guess don't so. That's true. It. Listen, listen. So, but it gives you these three things you're looking for, and I'm like, we're, we're at a complete loss. No, yeah, we were. No. And I don't, I, I guess your no. brain perceives that we made we were no closer in two and a half hours than we were in the beginning. No,
1: you don't. Y- no, here, my point being, and y- you would continually pull out other things and look at it and say, What about this? What about this? <laughs> it's like, No, just like work, name. work this. I'm this curious. is the puzzle. This is the puzzle right here. Is, so. Focus and put your energy towards that. And so instead of having all your energy focused, every five or ten minutes, I'd have to stop and say, like, no, help me with this. Figure this out. Figure this. Po- help me piece this together. That's And what- we
0: didn't in two
1: hours. No, we did. Two and a half hours it, we But didn't. here's my point. It wouldn't have been two and a half hours if you had stayed focused. Are you
0: kidding me? We yes. had those pieces of paper that we finally – okay, now I'll grant you that. Yeah. We finally figured out this – way they were supposed to uh-huh. be laid out and that was I, it. gave me a little thrill when you figured some of right. that out but i guess what I, I guess that's not enough for me and that's why i'm going to say i think like you said this there's definitely personalities this game is for right and not for i enjoyed figuring out oh uh, yeah spoiler I, so I, I enjoyed figuring out this one part but it's like, okay, we did that, but then I felt locked down after that. Like, I feel that we didn't make progress, even though you feel we did.
1: And the reason about the whole progress thing was because instead of looking at the puzzle, you I would go you would go out somewhere else and dig through other things that's that because had nothing to do because with because it. That's because
0: I looked at the puzzle and couldn't figure out what we were supposed to be looking for.
1: I know, but you didn't put any... You, you, you're saying I didn't put any.
0: I most certainly did. And that's why I was getting frustrated. I'm like, I'm not figuring this out. Maybe we're missing something that the game hasn't told us to do yet. No, like no, go no. to hit this other
1: box no, of stuff. I, I, no, the game, the game is fine. I um, like I mean the game to me makes perfect sense. I I I had zero problems with the progression of this. It was here's this letter, here's what you need to do, here's an envelope with stuff in it. This is, you know, open this up and help, help. And so it doesn't hold your hand and say, step one, although it kind of sort of did. It did say, hey, this is the ultimate objective is you need to try to get into this. And well, how do you get into this? Well, you need to get into this thing. Well, how do you get into this thing? Well, you need to find this password. Here's this puzzle. Actually, there's like multiple puzzles, actually, to figure out, which we worked on we were getting there and we were making progress and i i guarantee you we would have gotten further but that's okay
0: well here's another thing i couldn't you you can't tell me and we don't know when because it's w- there were still several things we need to figure out Right. and i just this game says like 180 to 300 minutes which is five hours right so which we were halfway
1: right. there right about right yeah but it's, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's about right. I, I would assume that, yeah, a couple another couple hours you could have gotten there. And that's dependent on but, the, the amount of people. But too.
0: here's my thing. Again, I'd say about an hour in, we started asking this question that this certain piece of information gave us. Where's this? We were asking that same question. That We got that question in an hour. I'd say we were still asking that same question an hour and a half later. We, we hadn't made progress on where is this point we're supposed to go to that's frustrating to me but you enjoyed it and that's great So Hunter killer is a success for uh, Enrique Jerry basically as we so we let Jerry be captain or head detective where we want to call it because this type of game I've and that's another thing this game could easily just be done solo right. Mm-hmm. but you don't have the factor of, oh, if you got a couple other people to play with, you could, you know, and I, I do enjoy the back and forth of, well, what's this and this, and how does this relate to this? I enjoy that part. I do. But there does have to kind of be someone in charge. You can't just have everybody doing what they want, which also doesn't, I mean, it's a cooperative game in that regard. So Enrique, Enrique generally enjoys and does well at, being a, given a specific assignment and fulfilling that assignment. I don't know that you fulfilled that assignment in two and a half hours of figuring out these ciphers. Did you feel any fulfillment in that? In the in me decoding? Uh, funny thing
2: is, it, when I was putting the ciphers together, I'm missing something because mm. it, <laughs> it, it's, it's just jumble. So I left it alone. I just read that diary thing and I realized there are multiple people lying of where they've been where they said that they were. And it's just- One of them's a murderer. There's at least four or five people that are lying
1: where they've been. And so, see, you keep saying not making progress. We made progress because we understand the story of it and the characters and what was going on. And you're
0: I, I, you're looking
1: at it as a very linear. We need to solve am, this thing. I am okay. Okay. You're so wanting to make an omelet without I, breaking eggs.
0: No, no, no. I don't mind breaking eggs. I just want them broken within a certain amount of time. I think is me.
1: Which is which is I, in three hours. Which is why they call it the first forty-eight. <laughs> I mean, oh, is it's this like, game to no, take
0: us forty-eight. No, no, hours no! To play? I'm saying
1: the first forty-eight of, of, a, of a mystery. But this is a
0: game.
1: I know, but this is, and can, I
0: feel like they should tell you. I, I, this is what I would like if this game said, "Hey." By this amount of time, you should have this first thing figured out. By this amount of time, you should have it figured out. If you do not, then you need to seek out these hints that we provide for you, which they do provide hints at this, you know, their website, which we did not access because Jerry doesn't like using the hints, and I understand that because that's not real to investigation. If you want to do this like as kind of a RPG thing,
1: right?
2: And I and I have like a general idea of like who's who wrote that certain note it's just
1: but so so your complaint is is that the game is too free formed
0: it's very well okay okay excellent thank you i i argue with myself that i love the ideas of things but when it comes to me actually fulfilling those tasks i am not good at them so so hold hold on go go ahead so for instance free form you're saying that give me tomb raider the video game Uh because it's, I like that third person linear style of game. I do not want to play red dead redemption where it's a freaking open. This is a open world game, right? I don't like that in video games because I get too distracted. I don't know where to go. Exactly. That's I think that's just a, a personality thing. This game is not for me. It's too open world. It's too free form. I can't handle that. My brain isn't
1: made for that. So you say, but you feel like you want to be a detective. I, 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 I thoroughly in love the idea. So what you're saying is your feelings are wrong. Apparently so. Thank you. <laughs> so. According to your
0: definition. No, no, no.
1: You just said it.
0: No, according to your definition. No, 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 no.
1: no <clears throat> you feel like you want to be a detective.
0: I want to be a detective.
1: But you but I'm when not. doing detective stuff. But that's not wrong. I'm just not. No, no, no. But when doing detective stuff, you don't like well, okay,
0: it. Okay, here's the thing. Why do you always feel like you have to make my feelings about a game they're wrong, yours are right? No,
1: I'm not saying that. No, no, I've already that's said... That's what you just said. No, I did not. No, I did not.
0: You said... You tricked me into saying my feelings were wrong. You said <laughs> I just asked you. I just asked no, you. No, it's
1: just I want to be a detective, but I'm not geared for that. Okay, so perhaps here we go perhaps we you're, go. what you enjoy about the idea of being a detective is the idea of being able to figure something out yes in a finite amount of time yes 30 minutes like the like no, the regular I, no, I, no 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 no, 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 no. The, i played what you this know, for two and no, a half and hours you, you,
0: and at two hours is when i started going okay guys when
1: are we going to be done I, I really don't think you you used the term give play me an at, hour and a half play it very loosely I'm saying is that your perception of a detective is something that you see on television where they see something A, B, C, D, they go down the line and they finish it within a small amount of time. That is your perception. It needs to be
0: wrapped up in 52 minutes wrapped, with commercials. There you go.
1: And so my point is, is that this type of game is very free-formed and people who will not focus, who, who aren't, aren't the type to say, I'm going to take this information and go, I don't have to have everything spelled out for me how do you
0: say not focused as opposed to i can focus for a certain amount of time i was focused i was with you until an hour and a half in
1: no 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 i'm saying there's when you when and then
0: i begin to lose focus
1: okay i'm trying to think of what what that's because that's a good term that's good uh, that's a good question what do you mean by it? stay focused or lose focus my definition of focus is that when I'm engaged in an activity, however long that activity is, I hey ha- I can, I can give a certain level of energy towards it. If that makes sense. Like I, I, I'm 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 in it. I, I, like I'm in it. I'm in it until I'm till till, I'm in it until it's done or till see, it's yeah no that's not me okay. So that's my definition. So, like
0: when you pick up a book and read it, when I pick up a book mm-hmm. and read it, I can read it even if it's a book I really enjoy, mm-hmm. an hour tops.
1: Okay, no. If if I truly love a book, if I'm into it, there is no. I'm I'm in it. No, I'm in it till it's done. Five hours basically, later. I, yes. There is no. Basically,
2: you could also say you're so, very passionate about doing the thing you're doing. As well. And it
1: doesn't well, have so, to be passion. Well, I, yeah, no, I'm, I'm to trying to be figure out. But it
2: can be intertwined. I'm trying to fi-
0: focus. Is that just? I mean, basically, they call it now ADD or whatever. It's a lack of attention span. I can give something, I can give something attention for a finite amount of time. Okay, here's. I'm glad you brought that up. Okay.
1: So, first off, before before we end this, I'm going to just say right we're now we're not going to
0: end it because we have an email to get to.
1: I know, but I'm. I'm I mean, I'm going to end this thought regarding uh, okay. this game. I thoroughly enjoyed this hunt a killer thing. This is something that I would. I dare I say I, I and, would I would probably subscribe to this and be thrilled to okay. death to do this and would be just fine doing it by myself or 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 with my wife, because my wife would get into this. In and I can
0: see that the two of you and
1: uh, and even Enrique,
0: we were sent this like, copy. They reached out to they reached out, Jerry They
1: reached out. They, they reached us.
0: out and said, hey, we'd like to send this to y'all. They very nicely did. So we uh, we had a good time. For, I had a good time up to two and a half hours jerry is willing to go on
1: i would still be playing it
0: yeah, he would still be playing it so i think what we established is this game is for certain types of people but b- before you lose your sub your thought go ahead
1: if you like uh sherlock holmes consulting detective this is up your alley if you like in certainly the modern crime detective by portal games i love that too then this is up your alley this is the same vein thoroughly enjoyed it if that's something that you want to do I mean, definitely check out Hunter Killer, but my point is about being focused. Recently, I read a book on um, about creativity. I thought about this a lot when I was listening to your podcast with Daniel Hubris, uh, Mister Dan Hughes. Which that would be a Dan, great... Dan.
0: I made you a mixtape, Hughes. Uh,
1: is that the name of the game? The mixed mixer tape. Mm-hmm. That would be a great superpower for Dan. It'd
0: just be—he's Hubris,
1: Hubris man. <laughs> just walking around being very pompous. Nothing
0: can lower his self-esteem.
1: Yes. Uh, But, anyways, the book was on um, the 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 war of art, not the art of war. The (laughs) The war War of art. The war of art. Yes, by Pressfield. Did
0: it take you longer than an hour to read? Three four hours. Um,
1: All at once. But this, yeah, and so this book was this book was uh, discussing about how, as writers or any type of creativity. You have to become a professional. And basically what this gentleman goes on to explain is that creativity is not just something that you have. It's something that you commit to. So, and I've often harped on you about, you know, various things regarding creativity. Because I think you are very creative in certain veins when you choose to be. And what this brings up. A or to (laughs) be. What this brings up. That's a big vein.
0: It's the largest. It's the largest vein. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't (laughs) it? Straight to the cockles
1: of your heart. The aorta? The aorta be. It probably is. <laughs> uh, but the idea that you are a professional, meaning you want to do something creative, you show up and you do it. Mm-hmm. You commit to doing it no matter what. He talked about how you know he's writing a book. He shows up. He starts every day. It doesn't matter if he's motivated to do it. Mm-hmm. He's a professional. He does it. Just do it. And after a while, you become creative because mm-hmm. you're committing to it. So, similar to along another book called Deep Work, which is about how you know oh you kind of you kind of you so you, you keep yourself away from various distractions, and you are just focused on this thing. Like and, just writing, just just start writing yeah, and write for hours. Yeah, you just sit there and yeah. eventually you force yourself to not well, you you not force. I would have
0: to force myself to.
1: And again, that's a weird phrase when you say force. It's as if it is... Because this is another thing that's very interesting along the lines with Pressfield's work is that we use language or ideas that make it seem like we don't have control over it. Like you don't have to force yourself to do anything. You can control yourself to do it. It's whether or not you want to do it or not. So for instance... To force Enrique to do something, I'm going to have to physically threaten him, fight him, do something. I want Enrique out of this room. He says no. There's going to be me pushing him, fighting him. Fisty cuffs. Yes. Forcing yourself. My money's on Enrique. You're not going to be able, like, forcing yourself. Like, the idea is you just don't want to do it. You're fighting against something internally that just says, I might not want to sit here. But I can physically make myself sit here. I'm not forcing myself to do it. I'm choosing to sit here. So,
0: for instance, along these lines, let's take this podcast and my editing. Mm-hmm. To edit this podcast,
1: depending on the length, is generally several hours. Right. Because of my Tourette's. <laughs> because. And I cuss enormous amount of times. Your frenetic practice. cussing. Yes, I can't help. that. So.
0: It. Oh, wait. Hold on. I've, I've tuned you out. You took- hold, out, hold out your nose breathing. It's okay. Go ahead.
1: It,
2: but, yeah, your cursing is very abundant for for. No, I turned, many, I turned up
0: your many, microphone. Many, don't make Tourette, it worth don't something. Don't saying shit. So, I I always say I don't enjoy editing, but I think deep down I do enjoy editing. But Because uh, I can edit this podcast for as long as it takes me. Right. And I will do it. And oftentimes, because of the self-imposed timeline, if we publish on Tuesday. Uh, 11 p.m. Central Standard Time. Sometimes I'll stay up late on Mondays and just edit for hours and hours trying to just get everything, re- whatever. But I'm just saying that's something that I feel like I don't enjoy, but yet sometimes I feel like I force myself to stay up and do
1: it. And my point is on that is that that is because this is not only, this is a, that is a creative output because you take a lot of pride in the sound or the editing of this podcast for some reason. I do. And you particularly like doing not not necessarily like doing it, but you like the product of it. And so because of that, you're not forcing yourself to sit here and have to fight with this. You're being a professional. You're showing up to something that you are very creative at. And you're taking pride in doing something that you might not get enjoyment out of, but you feel as if you are capable of doing to a high degree. So,
2: So would he just be like trying to will his way through into doing
1: well not necessarily that but it, it just it just brings out that whenever you commit to being a professional in something and so one of the things that it talks about in this book is that how we often offer excuses and that it's just a natural thing that we procrastinate or something that tells us deep down that that we say we're not going to do this and we all have the universal same excuses like how does somebody have this much time like like Enrique. Well, no, no, like Dan. Dan Hughes. Dan Hughes making another game. Hello. And it's like How Dan, time Dan time? does this and this and this, and he's, he's, he's a got nurse. Up, he's, for doing hours and he's doing hours this. He's doing this. The thing is, is that Dan is no doubt showing up and deciding this is something I want to do. He probably does not get a lot of enjoyment out of running kickstarters or various other aspects of making a game, but professionally, he shows up and does it, even though from the time-wise, time wise, time factors of it, he could very easily sit and say, I don't have time for this. I don't I, 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 don't have the will to do this. But that's what being a professional is about, is that you commit to a creative endeavor and you just show up. And the output of that might not be that great at first, but you continue on until it does. You just chip away at it, so to speak. And so this thought process of, I don't have time, I don't have energy, I don't have this. No, when you sit down and think about it, and, and this was very eye opening. I believe the the author brings out about how much time he spent each uh, day working on something. It basically equated to him spending thirty minutes in the morning, thirty minutes of the evening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, "Can you get up a little bit early, mm-hmm. or can you work during your lunch break?" And it's like, "No, you, you like the, the the amount of time that you put into something. It seems so insurmountable, but it, really, when you break it down." How much time do you waste? A lot. On TikTok? On lot. on TikTok, on, on various other Instagram. things. Instagram. That is legitly just you wasting time. i
0: got to clear out them stories.
1: So when you commit to being a professional, to doing something that is creative and saying, no, I'm going to design a board game and I'm going to get up an hour early each day and I'm going to sit in my office and I'm going to look at oh. something. And from Makes this us. time to this time, I'm going to do it. And you get up, and first several times you do it, maybe you don't do nothing. Like you just stare at a blank piece of paper.
0: You've always told me you're going to make a board game. I wish you'd make a board
1: game. I do. I have. I have an idea that I actually have.
0: When Dan says you just toss it out there and just massage it.
1: Well, I and I like Dan's idea of it being something that you make a bad board game it's going to be garbage, and in then the you just improve on it.
0: Do you believe that you're creative?
1: No. I no. Actually, I. I, I objectively feel like i am if i do anything that's least bit creative i'm shocked by it
0: but see i've read like you've done like some writing and like reviews and stuff and your writing to me is very creative
1: it's but it's because i put in work when i want to be creative i know i can be a few months ago i watched somebody draw something that shocked me i think i was at work if i'm not mistaken Somebody, the drawing shocked you? Yes, it was. It was just this kid at work. Somebody's kid come up to work. They were taking them to school. Was it a light bright? And they just sat there and drew. And as I'm sitting there going, how's this kid? And I was like, 14, 15 years old. How do you draw like that? Because my handwriting's atrocious. Practice, practice, practice. And I'm like, well, you just you buy pencils, and you we'll just sit drawing. and do it, yeah. And which is what I did. I bought some pencils on Amazon, and then I sat one day. And just messed around and realized, this is awful. Like, I just kept drawing random stuff. And then finally, I watched some YouTube videos. This is how you shade. Yeah, this is yeah. how you do this. Yeah. Okay. And then it was very nice. You, there's applications on your phone that you can look up and show you step-by-step how to do things. And I drew something that, to me, when I was done, it, it was really... If you had told me I drew this, I wouldn't believe you. Like he, what was it? It was it was a random... A dragon. No, it was an anime character.
0: With a nude jerry atop it. A, it was a... It riding a, atop the it was dragon.
1: A, you are the last one. <laughs> you are the only one. You are the only one. <laughs> oh, You touched me. <laughs> why, why do you have me doing this now? You saddled a dragon. Saddled a dragon.
0: And drew yourself riding atop it nude. <laughs> You'll, that would
1: be amazing. I would love to see that. You always have my heart. <laughs> um, so why are we on this subject again when it comes to the hunter it killer? It shocked me because I put forth effort, focus, focus, and focused on something and sad. I'm
0: not focused on why we were talking and about went,
1: it. Why is this? Why is and so this conversation's gone on too long. <laughs> when when I and so these games like this, like just this kidding. hunter hunter killer thing. To me, it is. it is like I look at it as a creative endeavor. Like This mm-hmm. is a challenge. This is something where See, somebody this- else has pieced together a puzzle, and they're saying, this is going to be hard for you to figure out. And I'm going, yeah, but I bet if I spend enough time, I will. And like I'll take this home and sit and enjoy this thoroughly.
0: That's why you, I find it interesting you think of it as creative endeavor. When to me, I think of it as like a logical puzzle. So it's more like you have to have this logical type mind.
1: Well, there is a bit of logic to it, but so much of logic is a straight line. So, like, logic is you hear, you hear, you hear, you hear, you hear. A lot of creativity comes from weird things that don't necessarily seem like they connect. Mm-hmm. And that's, this, that, that's what this, this represents. Okay. So, quick question.
0: Mm-hmm. Not so quick. I want to be creative. Which you are. Okay. But let's just say someone wants to be creative. Okay. That's what. That's my question. Can someone not creative through effort become creative? Is that like something like, oh, because like some people are like, oh, they're artistic. Like, you know, kids in high school that just drew stuff. Oh, they're artistic. Can you work at becoming creative along the lines of what you're saying if you just sit down and work at it? Okay,
2: well, I feel like that would be like a yes, but it's a very complicated yes, wouldn't it?
1: Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Oh, look at you. And so you. you can be inclined to do something. You could be good at something. And naturally there are, I mean, I can name several people who are very much inclined. Natural talent at, versus hard work. Versus somebody just just going, going that route. And there are numerous examples of people who have engaged in various activities that have become extremely well. I'm trying to think of the TED Talk I listened to where... It was God, books and TED Talks. It was, it what is was with you and information. It was a guy that was talking about memory, and this guy talked about how poor his memory was. And oh, he, my God, that's me. And do you know that there was actually a memory competition where they would have people from around the world and they'd give them these strung out numbers and they had to memorize them. And this guy went from practicing, you have to look up this TED Talk, it was amazing because he talked about how he went from being somebody who was known for having like poor memory mm-hmm. to he was champion. Like he went and like world memory champion. Memory champion. Yeah, went and the, the things that they were giving him sounded like insane. And he talked about what you have to do to develop your memory and things of this nature. And this various other people who have won these competitions. I think it was like you see that meme all the time about the guy who, who who's like the French Scrabble champion and he doesn't speak French. He's like an American. And like just picking up various talents that they just put in the work and they go, I'm, I'm not geared towards this, but I'm going to become this. And if you devote the time and energy to it, then yes, you can become creative. So the whole point of the, the the war on art and various aspects of it is that
0: I think they should shorten that to the wart.
1: Well, being creative is that's that saying that I'm not a creative person or being creative. That's 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 a cop out, a misnomer. It's something that people say who don't want to put in the is work. That laziness, it, to put, yes, you're you're trying to convince yourself that you can't do something by saying. Well, I'm not creative. I think that's one
0: of those things growing up that people often, it's like, people like to put people in categories. Right. And it's like, oh, left brain people, or left-handed people. I've heard this in my whole life. Left-handed people are creative. I've heard that. Y'all never heard that? Uh Mm Uh-huh. You have heard that? Oh, yeah. Okay, so left-handed people are creative because you're using your right brain. The right side of your brain is more creative. I don't even know. Is that science? Probably not. That's probably just old wives tell stuff. I'm left-handed. And I've never felt creative. There's things I enjoy. I like reading. I when in high school. I enjoyed like, you know, fictional writing that we would do to make up stories for the teacher and we turned in. Mm -hmm. But I haven't done that since then. And I feel that's. I think that leans to your point of why haven't I? Well, because I don't have a homework assignment to turn in. Right. I'm in real life and I'm working a job. I have a family. But that's something I used to enjoy doing. Why don't I keep doing that? I have no answer. Like, if I enjoyed do- making fictional stories, I could have done that and then become a writer. Right. But it takes you sitting down and writing that stuff out. Like I've also said about being a stand-up comedian. So many of them just sit down and they just write jokes. Right. And they just correct. <laughs> and they just write. write right. Write. And the just right. And they just write. Writers. And they write. And they write. And they write. And they write. And they just, it's just, thats I, I like your point. It's not so much a creative endeavor as it is a practice of, it's more of a practice of discipline.
1: Brian. Right, <laughs> I keep telling you start writing. Why
0: aren't you listening? Okay, so let's uh, wrap up Hunter Killer. Let's get to an email.
1: Do we have to do an email? Yes. Okay. We have to I, enjoyed, one. I enjoyed Hunter Killer. Jerry I thoroughly
0: am, enjoyed Hunter Killer. I want to finish it.
1: Uh, and I am going to finish it. Well, the two of y'all we finish have it. at it. All okay, right. I, I, yes, just fine. I, I,
0: I don't it. have the brain for it. I enjoyed it. And now, letters
1: from our adoring fans and hate mail from our adversaries.
0: We have a David Hamilton email as, as a dear snobby.
1: David Hamilton.
0: and David Hamilton. I think he's from Down Under, I believe. Because he asked, if I were to visit the U.S., what states do I avoid and why? Oklahoma. I say all of them except Hawaii. Alaska, and maybe California. Unless you want to go see the big city. Of... Here's the thing. In all of these states, like I just want to see stuff I've seen in the movies. That's the biggest thing. The entire middle of the United States, just skip it. Fly over it. You can go see New York City. That's cool. Boston, that's cool. It's like one of the earliest cities here. Skip over to California and go to Hollywood, LA. That's cool. Then Hawaii is gorgeous. Alaska is like another world. <laughs> skip all the rest of it. Just skip all the rest of it. There's nothing to see in Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas. Uh, Wyoming has uh, that. There's a national park there, right? Grand Teton. Huh?
1: The Teton Mountains. Okay. Like That's no, call. Oh, wherever that, oh Jackson Hole. Park. Jackson Hole. I've been there. There's nice. some pretty stuff there. I
0: mean, you might see some pretty things, but you could literally skip all of the middle part of the United States. Nah, there's a lot of nice stuff. It's a
1: different culture. It just depends on what you're looking for.
0: He also says, did you fulfill your childhood dream profession? Where did you go wrong? So he's assuming we did not.
1: Uh, I didn't. <laughs> I did not.
0: Okay. What was your childhood dream profession? Uh, mine
1: was, it was very beneficial because my father crushed my dreams. I wanted to be an astronaut.
2: That's insane. That's what I got.
1: Oh, did you? I said, astronaut, come to find out I'm dumb. Oh. Uh, That's what I said Well, I have a, I have a, I have a long Drawn out thing about astronauts okay. uh, And not, and you don't have to be smart To be an astronaut Number one, Oklahoma has been home to more astronauts Than any other state, by the way That's a state that Gabby just didn't, you know encouraged you to skip over more people have gone to space from Oklahoma than anywhere else.
0: Oh, well, okay. Uh, tell me the number one thing to go see in Oklahoma.
1: I didn't say there's anything to see. I'm well, just that's
0: saying. What, that's okay. Well, you're relating number two to number one, and they're unrelated.
1: Well, well Tulsa's nice. Uh, but no, <laughs> like I said something about feelings. wanting to be an astronaut. My dad said, well, you have asthma. You can't be an astronaut. You have asthma. It's like, oh, well, that was that. And so taught well, no. me to be more reasonable. About what your goals are as a child.
0: Well, yeah, it's like, I wanted, okay, well, what do I want to be? Indiana Jones or 007. So come on. I'm neither an archaeologist or an investigator, as we just discussed,
1: which we've proven not really up your alley. All right. So that's, uh, that's, that's uh, the only email
0: you want to get? Well, no, I've got a few more, but we got to spread them out.
1: All right. We'll spread them out. All right. That's gonna do it for this episode. I really like to hunt a killer. I'm all about it, Enrique. I'm all about We're it. We're gonna hunt that killer.
0: How many out of ten, Enrique?
2: Uh, we
1: haven't finished it. Oh. But right
2: now, it's pre- pre- The Experience pre- so memory,
1: pre- preliminary. Preliminary. Preluminous. Pre- preliminary
0: luminescence flubitards. How many would you give it? How many glowing worms would you give this?
2: <laughs> so far?
0: So far. Give it an eight out of ten. Eight there you go. Time. That's a lot of worms. 80%. 80% of worms. All right.
1: Well, this has been my show. Thank you for coming. I'm glad Listening. to have you That's back glad for y'all to, to be the here. Board
0: Game Snobs podcast. I'm always happy
1: to be here. All right, I'm gone. This is Jerry.
0: Bye bye. Thank you for tolerating this episode of the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy. <laughs>